This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The X-Zone TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Your name. 
And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Don't forget, we would like to hear from you. I'd like to hear what your opinion is on the death of Osama bin Laden. Now, to record your message that we will be playing on the air, simply go to 1-800-610-7035 and hit extension number 5. You'll be prompted. Give us your, um, give us your say, and we'll, uh, we'll use it in a later broadcast. However, any foul language whatsoever kills the interview or kills your comments. Because, you know, this is a family show. We've got people around the world who are listening and... You know, we, tr- we try our best to be responsible, and you have to be in this industry. So once again, we'd like to hear from you, ExoNation, at 1-800-610-7035, extension number 5. My guest this hour is Michael Mullen. He spent more than a decade in the National Basketball Association, where he helped pioneer NBA franchises into the computer age. He was the first person to uh, fully automate the NBA franchise, He was first to create a commercial basketball site on the World Wide Web when he designed and maintained the original site for Prodigy. And he managed an international cyber staff of more than 200 volunteer reporters. He was recognized as the top computer analyst in the professional basketball and was acknowledged by the White House and in the U.S. Senate. He chaired career seminars with numerous professional teams and with multiple USA Olympic governing bodies. He also authored How to Get a Job in Sports by Masters Press. He served as general manager of historic Venice Arena, former headquarters of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey Circus in Venice, Florida, where he hosted international events in Olympic-style boxing for Team USA and nationally televised professional boxing. He consulted for the newly revised American Basketball Association, and now manages their ABA radio network. In addition, as an ordained minister, Michael Mullen owns and operates the longest-running Christian Internet radio network. Joining me now is Michael Mullen. Michael, welcome to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Oh, I'm glad to be back. I was on a couple times uh, yep. a few years ago, talking about 9-11. Yeah, and here we are again in the in the shadows of a of a 9/11 event and and tell me what are your thoughts on the 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 kill of Osama bin Laden Well I'm going to talk about it from a viewpoint that isn't really being discussed and this all has to do with spiritual mm-hmm. and not political uh, politicians keep trying to come up with solutions for the Middle East situation uh, through politics, and that is never going to happen. They need to get down to the nitty-gritty and say, well, let's talk about this from the viewpoint of God as seen by Christians, as seen by Jews, as seen by Muslims, because that's where it's coming from, not uh, governments. All right, Mike. What we're going to do is we're going to take a two-minute break here because I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you uh, through your flow of what we're going to be talking about this next segment. Thanks very much for joining us. And by the way, congratulations on War of the Angels. 
Exo Nation, Michael Mullen is our guest to this hour, www.waroftheangels.com. And we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, here in the Exxon. 1-800-610-7035, extension 5, is how you can voice your opinion on the current events of the killing of Osama bin Laden by U.S. Special Forces. Pro, con, or indifferent? I want to hear what you have to say, but please be responsible. That's all I'm asking. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon. Don't go away. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, 
angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. back everyone michael mullen is our guest and uh, michael um you know we were talking uh, before we went to the commercial break about the looking at what has happened with osama bin laden uh, you know through religious eyes compared to the the governmental eyes so to speak and even the archbishop of canterbury came out today and says that he is um he's uh, he has a very uncomfortable feeling because of the killing of an unarmed man he was not unarmed. He was armed by his word. All he's got to do is tell people, go kill somebody, and they're dead. That's armed. But at the time of his demise, he was not armed. Well, my personal belief is that what would happen if they brought him back to New York City and put him in prison, or Guantanamo and put him in prison and showed pictures of him in prison, or maybe waterboarded him while he's in prison, or any number of things, and put him on trial and found him guilty and executed him like they did Saddam Hussein, you know, and they hang him. Uh, that, would, that would start World War V. But the way that, I, I understand with you, Mike, and, and I agree with you 100%, that he did kill, he was armed by his word, but speaking from a religious aspect, did that give us the right to kill him? I don't know. I'm not the judge of that, but I'm glad that he was killed. If I was the man with the rifle in that situation, I don't know what I would do, honestly, mm. but I'm, I'm glad that he pulled the trigger. I'm glad that he's dead. Mike, uh, first, uh, since 9-11 has resurfaced again, why don't you give us some background uh, with your connection with Mohammed Atta and the flight crew of terrorists that flew the planes into the World Trade Center on September the 11th, 2001? Okay, I'm going to give uh, a supernatural touch to this, okay. which I've never talked to you about before, Rob. 
But that again, that's what this is about. I want to mm -hmm. preface it by skeptics a quarter of a century ago trying to get me to take a polygraph test. They said it'll prove you a liar. And so I eventually did take the polygraph administered by a friend of mine who was a judge in Texas. And I passed the polygraph, so then I told those same skeptics, so now you believe me, right? And they say, no, that doesn't prove you're telling the truth. It means you're insane and you just think you're telling the truth. And then later on they would say, uh, you're just trying to get rich off of a book. If this was really true, you'd give the book away. So I want all of your listeners to know they can go to warotheangels.com and click on the bookstore, and there's the book for free. They can have it. And then these same people, I said, well, now do you believe me? And I said, no, if you're giving it away for free, it's not worth anything. Oh, brother. So you either are going to believe this or you're not. I can't make anybody believe anything. There's mm -hmm. people that don't believe Obama's birth certificate. There's people who don't believe that bin Laden is dead. People are going to believe what they want to believe. And the reviews I got on my books were five stars or one star and nothing in between. Uh, so with that in mind... Uh, I'm going to take us back all the way briefly to the movie Jaws in the mid-70s, 75, and I was watching that. And Clint the Shark Hunter said that he was on the USS Indianapolis. That's why he was obsessed with killing sharks. And I said, hey, I'm from Indianapolis. I never heard of the USS Indianapolis. So I went and looked it up, and they said it was all top secret, the biggest tragedy uh, at sea ever. Arizona was uh, at Pearl Harbor, not at sea. And they said it's all top secret and nobody will ever know what happened. And this was like 40 years later. So I contacted President Gerald Ford. He'd take it over from Nixon with the idea that he would be forthright and honest with everybody. So I kept writing him, why don't you release these documents to me? And he never did. He sent me a half a dozen things that was all public knowledge. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, Anwar Sadat and Gerald Ford came to Jacksonville, which is where I was living then, and I rushed the limousine and stuck a letter in his uh, limousine. Well, I tried to about 10 yards from it. I was tackled by the Secret Service, and then they delivered the, the message to him. And in January, as he was leaving office, he released 5,000 top-secret documents to me about the USS Indianapolis. I had every major publisher telling me don't sell it to anybody without them getting the last bid, blah, blah, blah. Paramount Movies said we want to make a movie deal with you. So the point I'm making, Rob, is I already had fame and fortune with this book. And then the man whose image is on the Shroud of Turin, which science is trying to prove is fake, but it's not, came to me and said, do not write that book, write this. And then over the next several years, he proceeded to take me out of his body on various journeys to what I call the dark world, where I watched the angels at war, the, the good angels and the bad angels led by Satan. I've seen Satan face to face. He's grabbed me. He's tried to kill me. Uh, he said that if I wrote that book, he'd kill me. And I kept writing it. And I was finishing up my last chapter while I was a general manager at the Venice Sports Arena, which you mentioned uh, telling about me, introducing me. The Venice Sports Arena, that is on the Venice Airport grounds 
That's where Mohammed Atta and his crew were taking their flight lessons. And he did live there, but he was such mm -hmm. a jerk that the owner of the arena threw him out of the apartments because they had housing there. But they kept coming over for lunch every day after their flight lessons. And there were several of them because they'd, they'd come there and they'd take their weight training. Uh, it, was, it was a boxing arena, too, and, and we had some good weight training there. So they worked out pretty hard. They all spoke in German. Uh, they didn't talk to us much. The only time he ever talked was when he saw a picture of Max Schmeling on the wall, the, the German heavyweight champion. And I was writing the last chapter of War of the Angels. It was about Islamic jihadists are going to come to America, and we are going to be attacked right here in this country. And that book was released three weeks before 9-11. And by the reason I point that out, because on 9-12, every psychic on planet Earth said they'd predicted something. But this came out before that. Uh, I was watching. I was at home getting ready to go to work when I got a phone call from the owner of the Venice Arena, he said, have you seen Adi on television? That's what we call him, Adi. And I said, no. I said, what'd he do? And he said, just turn on the TV. I said, what'd he do? Turn the TV on. I said, what channel? All of them. So I turned it on, there's his face, and I just freaked out. I said, wow, you know, I, I couldn't believe this. And it went back to while I lived with him for a while, had breakfast and lunch across from him every day while I'm writing this chapter, then all of a sudden one of his guys, uh, I was visited by the FBI and they told me this, one of his guys who owned a, it was called a tomato patch in Venice, he just wrote on a napkin, uh, to the owner of the restaurant there in, in, the, uh, in the arena. He said, here, I'm selling you this, $75,000, pay me when you get it. And then they left and they all disappeared. And two years later, they resurfaced. I had permanently moved in from Indianapolis down to uh, Lake Worth, Florida. They lived in apartment 307, moved out August 7th. I moved into apartment 307, August 8th. Then they came back in September. This was September 9th. They came back for one more flight lesson. Since I was living upstairs in their former apartment, they moved downstairs. I saw them at the swimming pool, and I said hello to them, and they tried to knock me in the pool. I said, what a bunch of jerks. I hated the guy. And he, they were just very hateful people. And then uh, the FBI came in and, and searched everything, uh, throwing it all apart. And they asked me, they said, how does this guy go from making tomato sandwiches? You know where he disappeared to, Rob? No. You know what his job was, his new job? No. He was a supervisor of BP deep sea oil rigs. You're kidding. Unreal. It is unreal. And then that thing blows up and ruins our economy. Mm. That's. I don't have any proof of anything. That's just... All I know for a fact was he was a supervisor of a deep sea oil rig for BP. And anyway, that's that's my connection with uh, 
the flight crew, of course, masterminded by uh, Bin Laden. You and I have to take a commercial break right now, Michael. Uh, please stand by. Great having you with us again here in the X-Zone. Okay. Uh, Nation, Michael Mullen is our special guest. His website, www.waroftheangels.com. That's www.waroftheangels.com, where you can actually get the book for free. It's that plain. It's that simple. Once again, his website is www.waroftheangels.com. We'd like to hear from you, Exxon Nation. Tell us what you think about the death of Osama bin Laden. To the right, to the left, in between. Please, all we're asking is that there is no foul language whatsoever, because if there is, we're just going to delete the entire thing. It's that plain, it's that simple. We want the Exxon Nation worldwide to hear what you think. 1-800-610-7035 is the number to call. That's 610 610- 7035 1-800-610-7035, extension number 5. The call is 100% free, toll-free from wherever you're calling. We'll listen to it, we'll play it, and share your thoughts, your feelings, your comments with the Exxon Nation. Michael Mullen and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? 
Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. gargantuan explosion. Oh my God, I don't believe it. The northeast corner has exploded in the most incredible explosion. Flames are flying out of the building. They're five, ten stories high now. Black billowing smoke. The building corner, the whole entire corner is gone. Both World Trade Center buildings in New York City right now, heaps of rubble. At 9 o'clock this morning, a plane crashed into one... Greetings, Exxon Nation. This is Shelly Care at www.shellycare.com. I'm calling about the death of Osama bin Laden. Here's my take on this. Um, I'm not impressed. I I feel like we could have bombed that little shack. We could have wiped him completely off the map. But instead, we chose to take a risky uh, maneuver to get lives on the ground. We risked lives to go in there and put a bullet through this guy's head because the political machine wants to prove to the public that this is exactly the man that they got. And the reality is, this is not going to help terrorism around the globe. This is not going to end it. It's probably just going to give us more of what we don't want. And I know it's human nature to want to put a face and a name to blame for the 9-11 attacks. And so it's human nature to want to say, hey, there he is. We got the bad guy. But the truth is you're not solving any problems by doing that. I think, unfortunately, we're probably just going to get more of what it is that we don't want and so I'm really just not impressed. So that's my take on it. I'm going to pray for this world, and I hope that we can all just learn to get along with each other and be peaceful. So I'm putting that prayer out to the universe. And meanwhile, I guess it makes some people happy, but uh, like I said, I'm not impressed. You are listening to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell on the Talkstar Radio Network and their worldwide family of broadcast affiliates. Have a blessed day. Uh, proceed right on and crash right into the uh, Pentagon. Then shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, one World Trade Center tower. She comes down from Yellow Mountain. 
dark flat land she rides on a pony she named Wildfire. When the whirlwind by her side on a cold Nebraska night, Exonation. Michael Mullen is our special guest. He's the author of War of the Angels, www.waroftheangels.com. Mike, why are Christians and Muslims so diabolically opposed to one another that we would, uh, you know, fight crusades and apparently keep fighting them over and over and over throughout history, even now in these times and these days? What amazes me is how a lot of people say that Christians and Muslims and Jews all worship the same God, and that can't be further from the truth. Uh, this, the, the lady who said it's not going to solve anything, she's correct. Killing bin Laden will never solve anything. You know, that's another political move. Because what this goes back to is 600 years after Jesus was crucified, uh, Muhammad was up on a mountain, and an angel came to him and said, you will memorize this. He couldn't write, so he memorized verse by verse to tell his cousin Ali to write it down. The angel picked him up and started choking him to death and said he would kill him if he didn't do it. And when it put him down, Muhammad ran home so fast, he was so scared he could hardly talk. He said that uh, something evil, an evil spirit, tried to kill him. Now, no messenger from God ever tried to kill somebody to give him a message. But after his wife explained to him, oh, no, that was his wife then explained to him, that was Gabriel. He was giving you a message from God. So that evil start is how Muhammad got started, and that is the origin of the Bible. It was from an evil spirit telling him to do that. Now, the, the very core of the Koran is Jesus Christ is not the Son of God. So therefore, you can't be worshiping the same God. One says he's the Son of God, the other says he's not the Son of God, so one of them's lying. And the political situation there, and the reason bin Laden uh, attacked, it all gets down to the Palestinians. They want Israel to get out of there and Palestine to have their country back because it was given to them and the Dome of the Rock is a holy site to them. Now, the, the whole war, the whole situation is based upon, we, we've all heard that uh, Abraham went to sacrifice his son to God. Now, which son did he sacrifice? Isaac, who became Israel, is what the Christians teach, so therefore the land belongs to Israel. The Muslims teach that Ishmael was the son, the daughter of Hagar, the Muslim, and therefore Palestine owns the land. So it has nothing to do with politics about who was there first. Mm -hmm. It all has to do with whose son was sacrificed. Jesus did not ascend to heaven. Muhammad did ascend to heaven. That's what the Quran teaches. So it's all about which 
which son uh, was promised that land. And you cannot negotiate away uh, God to anybody. I mean, there's no way. And politicians are not taking the spiritual realm into consideration. They think it can be done with, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever, peacefully. There will never, ever, ever be peace between Christians and Muslims. Uh, they are diabolically opposed. One is telling the other, you're a liar. The other is telling them, they're a liar. Uh, Christians say that God cannot stand sin, and the Koran teaches that sin doesn't bother God at all, and in fact, you're going to have 72 virgins and a wild orgy for eternity. Uh, incidentally, Muhammad Atta was totally in love with Julia Roberts. But is this another example why politics and religion do not mix? Yes, exactly. Mm. Politics and religion do not mix unless the politician understands the religion and then tries to base a situation that would satisfy the spiritual needs of those involved. Israel can never give up Jerusalem. They will have to die before they give up Jerusalem. The Palestinians will never give up Jerusalem, the Dome of the Rock. They will have to die to protect it. So you're talking about two groups who are pledged to die before they give in. Now, how do you deal with that? I don't know. But behind the scenes, somebody is deliberately trying to start World War III, and they're going to do it with a peace treaty. And they're going to sign a seven-year treaty guaranteeing Israel's right to exist, Palestine's right to exist, and then some politician is going to come up with a wild idea, let's give Jerusalem to Israel as their undivided capital, as when it's within 24 hours, World War III is going to start, because the Muslims know that the Israelis will knock down the Dome of the Rock just as soon as they have permission to do so, and they're going to start rebuilding the, the Temple of Solomon. And the Muslims are going to go straight to Russia and say, you've got to give us Israel, we'll give you all your oil you want, whatever. And they say, well, we'll have to attack America. They say, go ahead and do it. And they've already done that, Rob. They have already gone to Russia, Vladimir Putin, and they said, you've got to stop Israel from building in Jerusalem. And he said, it's none of our business. We don't have anything to gain by it. Hmm. But later on, the Muslims, keep in mind, they are pledged to die. They're pledged to die to protect that site. So then they'll go to Russia and offer them so much that they will launch World War III. And it's going to be a peace treaty doing it, politicians knowing that it's not a political situation, there's no treaty that's ever going to work, it's spiritual, and they're just going to rub the noses in it so they can bring in their new world order or whatever it is they got planned, which isn't going to work. But that's why Christians and Muslims have been fighting each other forever, and they always will fight each other because it goes at the very heart of each one's faith. You know, you talked briefly uh, this hour so far about your uh, experiences with the man on the Shroud of Turin. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell us about the prophecy of oil you had way back in 1979. October 21st, 
1979. I was taken out of my body, and I was in the middle of a country road where he told me a few things. Then all of a sudden, uh, he faded away. I was in the middle of a big city. It had giant walls around it. Uh, and people were in a panic. Mm -hmm. They were yelling and screaming and crying. And it's like death was coming at him. And it was everybody for himself. Men hitting women. Mothers getting rid of their babies to run. It was, it was horrible. It was, it was chaos, like all human nature disappeared. And I looked to see the cause of the destruction, and it was this giant tidal wave of oil. And oil was going to be the destruction of the world. Uh, I wrote, based upon what I saw, that nation, this is 1979, nations would be dictating policy over oil. Oil would cause nations go to war against each other. Oil was going to be the ultimate destruction. And right when the tidal wave of oil came down to hit me, I vanished, and I was up in this, what I call the cloud world, this big white supernatural clouds to hide me what was going on down below. But I was shown then that there's some very evil people using oil to bring about whatever it is they wanted to bring about. And that was in 1979, and that's the headlines in today's paper. Every 10 cents that the price of oil goes up, we lose 0.04% of our gross national product. And it's gone up 99 uh, 99, 91 cents in the, since January. So since January, we've lost 4% of our gross national product. That is going to bring our economy come crashing down. And if anybody who believes in the Bible, believing in revelations and the mark of the beast and that, then you've got to understand that a world economic system is coming in, a, a global currency has to come in because that is the prophesied mark of the beast. And the only way to do that is to crash the world economies, and the best way to crash them is for the price of oil to go up because oil controls everything. Every single thing is controlled by oil. The price of bread is controlled by oil. Everything we do is controlled by oil. So all they got to do is just take the price up and up and up, and they ease it into us. And if you if you look back, we complained when gas was a dollar ninety nine a gallon, and then they inched it up to two dollars and fifty cents. Then they dropped it back down to a dollar ninety nine, and we were so happy to pay a dollar ninety nine. Then they raised it up to two ninety nine, and we all complained that's horrible. We don't want to pay two ninety nine. So they inched it up to three and a half dollars, dropped it to two ninety nine, and we said, "Oh, that's not so bad. It's only two ninety nine." Then they inched it up to three ninety nine. We said, "We don't want to pay three ninety nine." So they're inching it up to four fifty. So when they drop it back down to three ninety nine, we're going to say, "Oh, I'm glad to pay three ninety nine." Then they'll do the same thing with four ninety nine and five ninety nine and whatever. And anybody who thinks that oil is not getting together, controlling these prices and playing games with us, is... Uh, they need a rude awakening. Yes, they need a rude awakening. 
<laughs> you know, what a lot of people don't realize, uh, Michael, but I am sure that you do, and, and most of our listening audience, is that oil is a cash cow for the government. It is taxed on top of taxed on top of tax on top of tax. It's taxed at every every single possible way that it can be, and the government makes a lot of money because of the oil industry. I have a, a friend who lives in Saudi Arabia, and he was over to visit with us a couple of years ago. And in Saudi Arabia, at that time, they were paying seven cents a gallon of gas. Wow. Seven cents. And he nearly had a heart attack when he saw it up here in Canada. And I believe at the time we were about 75 cents a liter. Right now, it's $1.45 a liter here. And you're right. People complain. You know, it shoots up. They complain. They drop it down. But when you look at the overall picture, it keeps on going up, 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 and up. Now, they're trying to blame it on their costs are going up. But every quarter, they're setting record profits. Something ain't right. That's right. And do you know who the number one company in the United States today is on the Fortune 500 that was just released? No. Walmart. For the second year in a row, Walmart. And where, where, where does everything come from that we find in Walmart? Asia. You and I have to take a commercial break. Michael, please stand by. Great having you with us. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the Opus Day. Michael Mullins, our special guest, Exxon Nation. His website is waroftheangels.com. And his book is War of the Angels. It's available on his website. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide, toll-free. My name is Rob McConnell. And Michael Mullen and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in our studios from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. 
Nita Hickok is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Michael Mullen is our guest, Exonation, www.waroftheworlds.com. Michael, you also talked about the Opus Dei decades before author Dan Brown ever exposed them in the Da Vinci Code. Uh, what was your supernatural encounter that put you on the trail of the Olympus Opus Dei? That's how this whole thing started. First, I want to mention, I know I don't have a lot of time, I want to mention a couple of things that you, you mentioned last segment. The government has so much money from oil that Russia claims they are now the superpower over America. They have modernized their entire nuclear arsenal, a nuclear submarine arsenal, and to show that uh, Walmart is number one. Walmart just issued the statement that their shoppers are running out of money because of oil. So even, even uh, Walmart's affected by oil. Okay, now Opus Dei, I never heard of them before, mm -hmm. but I was reading the Indianapolis Star uh, on September 29th, 1978, and I saw a little bitty article, just a half a paragraph, said uh, Pope John Paul I has uncovered a holy mafia whose 
uh, rob the Vatican Bank, and they're using it for immoral purposes. He said he's going to purge, he's going to purge the Catholic Church of two groups, Opus Dei and the P2 Masons. So he'll announce the list at noon tomorrow. So I wanted to read that list. Who's robbing the Vatican of $2 trillion? So the next day I opened up the paper, and the headline said, Pope dies in his sleep. The last person to see him alive was Opus Dei. He was going to turn in Opus Dei. He died. Uh, they wanted to perform an autopsy, but shortly before that, the uh, church lawyer, Michael Alvarez, a member of Opus Dei, said nobody can give an autopsy on a pope because he's too holy, and besides, that's ridiculous, nobody murdered him. Mm -hmm. There was about 100,000 people marching down the street in Rome saying, murder. They knew he was murdered. Uh, anyway, to uh, get to the supernatural point, I was visiting some friends downstairs in my apartment, and all of a sudden, this was the very first time I was being pulled from my body, and I didn't know what was going on. And they tried to help me to my feet, and then I, I fought, and then I was okay, and then it happened again, and then eventually... Uh, I got upstairs, slammed the door closed, wouldn't let my friends in, and just fell down on the sofa. And I went through a dark tunnel. I didn't see anything, but I heard the word. I had a vision of John Paul I, and one word was given to me, murder. Then I was brought back into my body and went downstairs and told them what had happened because they were freaked out. And that is when I started uh, investigating this group, Opus Day. All right, I hate to do this, Mike, but we've run out of time for tonight. We're going to have to have you back on in the near future to continue this, uh, this interesting conversation. So until then, take care of yourself, Michael. Nice talking to you again, okay. and uh, keep up the great here. work. Bye-bye now. Michael Mullen has been my guest, www.waroftheangels.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news as we continue from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Don't go away. <laughs>